Love Outweighs Jeans by Madeline Honig. Marcy patted Tom on the back. There, there, she said. His coughing fits had become worse. They had moved Tom out of the hospital and back home once they realized there was not much more they could do for him. The cancer had spread and it was out of the doctor's control. The first, second, and third opinions agreed. He didn't have much longer. The final doctor suggested to Marcy that he would be more comfortable at home. They set up a hospital bed in the small, crowded living room, leaving only a foot between the bed and the low couch. Even though they paid for a full-time caretaker, Marcy didn't dare leave the side of her husband of 30 years, even sleeping on the couch rather than in her comfortable bed just a few steps away upstairs. The lung cancer was caught too late, and the small family only had a few weeks to digest the news. Once he was back home, no one in the house would use the C word. It was inevitable what would happen to Tom, and there was no reason to aggravate it. Positivity was the theme. But Marcy knew if Tom didn't have much more time, she better tell him sooner than later. Tom's cough finally subsided, and Marcy took a deep breath. Tom, she smiled at him. Are you comfortable? He nodded. Do you want water or anything? She asked. He shook his head. Marcy needed to bite the bullet and say it. She continued, There is something I've been meaning to tell you, and it won't be easy for me to say, nor easy for you to listen, but I need to tell you this. I need to get this off my chest. Perhaps it is selfish of me, but I need to do this. Tom nodded again and gave Marcy a warm smile. He loved his wife from the moment he met her. She had this curly brown hair she would try to tame when she got older, decided to cut it short and let it be wild. He loved the woman she was, and she turned into the woman she is. They grew together. Not all couples are capable of doing that, but they were. Marcy continued, I want to talk to you about something that happened 30 years ago, before we were married. If I made different decisions, our lives would be different. Not mine, but yours too. I want to let you know that I do not regret for a moment marrying you. You were the best thing to happen to me, and you happened to come along at a weird time in my life. I want you to know that I love you with all my heart, and I wouldn't have changed a thing. Do you understand that? Tom nodded again. He was glad she felt the same way. Marcy continued. Do you remember when we first started dating back in the early 90s? Do you remember I worked at that restaurant over off 3rd Street? I was a waitress. Do you remember? Tom nodded again. That curly hair came back to his memory. Marcy continued. I don't know if you remember, but there was this guy who worked there with me. His name was Mark. I remember Mark, tall, beard, Tom wheezed out and finished with a cough. Now it was Marcy's turn to nod. Yeah, that's Mark. He was always after me. He was always looking at me. He always tried to get me to go out with him. So when you and I had just first met, I finally gave in and went on a date with him. At this point, you and I had only been out once or twice. 
We were brand new. And so it wasn't cheating. At least I never saw it that way. I hope you don't either. So you went out with a loser? What's the big deal? Tom's wheezing became harsher, and he began to cough. He looked up at the ceiling for a moment, took a breath, and then looked back at his wife. The big deal is that Tommy is not your son. Marcy covered her face with her hands, and tears started streaming down her own face. I'm sorry. The two of them sat in silence. Tom opened his mouth, but all that came out was a cough. Marcy patted his back, waiting for the cough to subside. A tall figure appeared in the doorway, and the shadow got Marcy and Tom's attention. They both looked up, realizing they had never heard the front door open and close. Dad is not my dad? The figure took a step forward, eyes wide. Oh, Tommy, Marcy stood. She had dropped a bomb on the two most important people in her life. She was about to ask how much he had heard, but it was clear that he'd heard the most important part. Oh, Tommy, Marcy stood. She had dropped a bomb on the two most important people in her life. She was about to ask how much he had heard, but it was clear that he had heard most important part. She attempted to add the sugar to the conversation, as she always envisioned. Dad will always be your dad. He was the one who raised you, and he loves you. Tommy cut his mother off. Because you tricked him into it, you skank. The comet stung Marcy, and she brushed it off. Her son was hurting. She sighed and took her seat. Marcy looked down at Tom. Tom took her hand and squeezed it. She squeezed back. Are you upset? She tilted her head and looked deep into her husband's blue eyes. He shook his head. Well, I'm upset. Tommy stood still in the doorway with his hands on his hips, tapping his toe. Right now, spending time with your father is the only thing that matters. If you can't accept that, then you need to leave, and we can work through this at a later date. Marcy's tone was sharp. Tommy was silent. His mother was right. He gave a single nod and walked over to the side of his father's bed opposite of his mother. He reached out and grabbed her other hand and sat down. Their small family was all they needed. Three was soon to become two, and although it was never said in that living room that day, all three knew that love outweighed genes.